0: Is a nice ball to Wilkinson on the left edge by Riley. She keeps it in on the byline. She measures a ball in, and it's not an end! What a goal, Jackie Hands! She hung, hung in the heavens for seemingly eternity before she got a header on it and put it in the right-hand corner. Lift-off in Wellington!
1: I have all sorts of visions when I hear that commentary from uh, Daniel McCarty. I I kind of uh, look at Jackie Hand as if she's a bit of Michael Jordan, the way she hung in the air there. But uh, honestly, perhaps, uh, Daniel McCarty, good morning to you. The morning after, uh, some of the greatest commentary of a goal that never was. And what a damn shame.
0: (laughs) It's very kind of you to say, Smithy. Uh, Yeah, a deflating night. Uh, unsurprising, I've woken up this morning, the, the voice is a little bit hoarse. You, you, you give it everything last night, as, as the players did. But football, as Lily uh, Alfeld and myself spoke about in the immediate aftermath, uh, football its its own sport in, it, in the sense. I can't think of any other sport when you can dominate on the course of the game from the kick-off to the end, and you come out on the losing side. It's just the nature Uh, of the sport and credit the Philippines, historic victory for them. They fought really hard they had one shot on goal um, up until about the 80th minute and that of course was in the 24th minute and it was uh, the the deciding shot so sport's a cruel mistress.
1: It is a cruel mistress uh, in this particular sense as well. Uh, Aside from that uh, where do you think we perhaps got it wrong? I mean, we are creating, as you say, we've got possession, we're creating, but are we creating in the right way? Are we, are we a wee bit too one-dimensional looking at big balls and around the penalty spot, um, you know, or looking just uh, at Wilkinson as an out-and-out target?
0: Well, Wilkinson was so effective, I thought at Eden Park because uh, of the way Norway played. Norway uh, wanted to be a little bit more assertive, uh, pushed off their line, and there was space in behind for her Uh, Wilkinson, that is to use her athleticism um, and and get into good spaces. The way that the Philippines set up, Alan Stage did a very good job. They just sat very, very deep and congested those areas. And, uh, you know, when you look at the New Zealand side, the, the one thing you probably worry about is uh, someone who can do something truly world-class against multiple defenders, who, who can do the sublime, who could do what Sam Kerr does in a penalty area for Australia, can conjure something out of nothing. I, I think New Zealand misses a truly world-class um, uh, talent in that final third. Now, they can't do anything about that, so uh, they're only working with uh, what they have. And, you know, there was, there was lots to like. Uh, they were in control of possession 60% of the time to the Philippines' 25 But, Smithy, when you get the ball inside the area, you have 11 shots um, Mm. uh, on goal inside the area and only two end up on target. You've got to ask yourself, um, you know, are we too one-dimensional? Are we predictable? Um, uh, Is that allowing defenders to get close to us uh, to block shots? So I think New Zealand will look back. 16 total shots, but 11 inside the area. I know one hit the post, but there was a great... I remember one, I think it was Hand, uh, in that first half, the ball's played to the six-yard box, the back post, and she's seven or eight yards out. And she tries to side-foot it and actually hooks it back, you know, 20 metres upfield. They they just snatched it a few chances and unfortunately Mm. uh, couldn't get back into it uh, in the 94 minutes we played.
1: Yeah, I wonder if we should be too surprised about this. Uh, I watched the Vietnam game very closely in build-up. We had 27 shots there. In fact, we had 17 in the first half. Uh, Managed to get Mm -hmm. two goals But uh, the rest of them uh, Was a poor uh, turn But I I, I won't say we've got this alone um, To be honest Uh, In our group, Group A Four games, four goals And uh, Norway ranked the highest in the group Can't buy a goal
0: yeah, like if you've been listening to me over the last few minutes, you might think I'm all doom and gloom, but I'm just picking apart a, a missed opportunity for New Zealand. But uh, the destiny is still in their own hands. So but they ought to put your hand off prior to the tournament, if you told me we we're in second position heading into the final game, um, and mm. there are multiple ways for New Zealand to, to get through, uh, absolutely would have uh, been delighted with that. Um, simply, you win, you're in. That, that, that's pretty clear, isn't it? Um, uh, I think a draw in both games, New Zealand would go through. If uh, the Philippines um, somehow get up and we draw, uh would be out that way. But there's, there's, that seems unlikely, doesn't it? Draw and Norway win. Um, it comes down to, to goal difference. So there are lots of ways. And, and I think personally, as a, as a footballing uh, fan and a sports fan over a ge- generation... I've loved the last group uh, games at any World Cup. The stress, the drama of games going on at the same time um, has just been enthralling. and, And I'm fascinated to actually experience it firsthand from a New Zealand perspective. If you've got fingernails, say goodbye to them. They're going, aren't they? They're going in a few days in Dunedin.
1: They are going um, on a quiet little Sunday night, not. Uh, here, here's an interesting question. Uh, you had a talk with us, uh, with Lily, of course, as well. Were we a better looking side uh, with our starting eleven in the second half than we were with were the first?
0: I think for the first 24 minutes up until the goal, that the, the, the first half crew did a good job. I think we were really rattled after that first goal. and I think they'll be disappointed how they defended it. You know, lovely ball in from the right-hand side, a great header by Bolden, and in the, in the celebration to match. I thought from that stage on through to half-time, we looked rattled, we were out of sorts. Uh, the Philippines probably had their best period of play, so changes needed to be made. Uh, and I think there was a response um, uh, across the park, but there were just a, a few cheap individual errors. Um, you know, a number of players probably needed to put their hand up, and say so we gave the ball away a little bit cheaply, even in that second half. but you know, I can't remember too many times um, at any World Cups, junior, senior, men's, women's, where, where uh, New Zealand side's been on the front foot so much. And I, I think the passing stats were like 450, uh, Smithy, to about 120. We, we don't dominate possession like that normally. But, uh, you know, that lack of ruthlessness and, um, you know, m- maybe truly elite talent has, uh, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, shown its head.
1: There was an unusual occurrence, and you would have just been uh, winding down and perhaps uh, heading home last night, uh, at the start of uh, the second game, which of course was Norway against Switzerland, ending in a nil-all draw. Uh, Star striker, unbelievably star striker. I mean, Ballon d'Or winner, she's just everything Ada Hegerberg. Uh, She warms up, she takes part in the anthems, uh, she takes part in the official team photo, goes for a jog and then walks back down the tunnel in Waikato, uh, this could have a big bearing uh, on Sunday night for us without her.
0: Yeah, and, and I don't want to go into conspiracy corners, but it, something does not seem right in that Norway squad. Um, so much talent. You, it, it's hard for me to fathom uh, the likes of Hegeberg, Graham Hansen, uh, mornum A, a team with, with that much talent, world-class talent, haven't scored a goal in two games. And, you know, confusion did reign. Uh, I, I know there was a bit of a bug, Going through the team, that's why Caroline Graham hanson the Barcelona starlet, uh, started from the bench because she was affected earlier in the week. So you do hope, you do hope it's uh, it's only that and Ada Hegeberg, uh can take the field. Only if you're a Norway fan, of course. Um, you know, if you're a New Zealand uh, fan, <laughs> you don't wish ill on her. You just don't want her to take the field. Because if she finds form, she is that type of talent I'm talking about, that truly elite talent that can turn a game on its head uh, against uh, aside the Philippines. too. So you do wonder how much they would have celebrated last night. How much was that their World Cup final? Can they go again? Uh, well, we certainly hope so.
1: Any side? Any other side really caught your eye? Japan 5, they're back in action again. I uh, quite like the look of Brazil. Uh, I was quite surprised actually in the first game yesterday. I thought Colombia looked uh, quite good. And then the ruthless efficiency that we see in German football again.
0: Well, Germany were my tip to win the tournament. I made that prediction on our website, Smith. The uh, Alexandra Pop can win games. Uh, by herself in any which way. If if your team is playing wonderful football, she can be creative, she can link up play, she can keep it going. But if you're up against a side that is proving hard to break down, you can launch it. And Alexandra Pop is just a a famous who throw people around and score goals. She was the minute in that penalty area, so unsurprised uh, that Germany did look good. Japan was probably the one that took me most by surprise. Reading a lot of press, listening to a lot of experts. That they're a bit down on the class of 2023. I think they've come down from remarkable heights, Japan, of winning a tournament and then making a final four years later, last decade. Uh, so Japan cut Zambia to shreds. Uh, Zambia uh, have to bounce back. They've got Spain tonight. They're another team, who are just, another team who are just so brilliant on the eye. And you look at the talent there and you're like, surely this is a semi-final bounce side, if not more. But Spain's uh, international programme, the women's programme, reminds me of sort of the men's prior to 2010, uh, when they finally had their breakthrough victory, of course, that, you know, there's so much talent, but they've never been able to put it together. And I guess I'll be a disbeliever until until they do it otherwise. But uh, those three sides really have impressed.
1: Daniel, away from uh, the Football World Cup for Women, um, just another interesting story I found on... Mbappé, probably uh, the Frenchman, probably the, I guess, most sought-after asset, or one of them anyway in world football at the moment. I think uh, Messi and uh, Ronaldo clearly on the downward stretch, but this guy's still pretty hot. Uh, And the Saudis have got him, uh, and they want to have a competitive side or a competitive league, world-class competitive league by 2030. Who's going to stop him? I can't see anything.
0: This is a fascinating one. I must admit, overall, the Killeen Mbappe story is becoming very tiresome. For two years now, it's always about his future. He re-signs with Paris Saint-Germain and then uh, three weeks later, leaks a letter that he's unhappy at that football club. I'd just like to see him playing. Messi's playing in MLS. That's nice. He's bending them in top corner last minute to win on his debut. But the numbers are quite extraordinary. The story of Saudi Arabian football is fascinating. It's alarming, I, I would think. I'm not comfortable with uh, countries nationalising football clubs, opening up their massive investment funds, and I think World Football um, should be a little bit concerned about this. Uh, England's had it with nation states buying football clubs. Uh, uh, But the numbers are just mind-boggling. And and I must admit, I I filled up the car the other day after hearing this story, Smith, and I started cursing as I was putting petrol in. Because what, a €300 million transfer fee? So you pay, for those who don't know the system, how it works, you pay €300 million, that's the fee, to the club, and now you're allowed to go to Kylian Mbappe and then offer him wages. And some of the reports suggesting €700 million salaries, it's, I I can't comprehend. I can't comprehend, and and I just can't help but think, if this is true, the world's gone nuts. Seriously, are we comfortable with that money, going to a guy who kicks a football?
1: Uh, Were we comfortable with um, reported fees of four to five hundred million US dollars to not even hit a golf ball to go to live?
0: No, not comfortable at that. Am I comfortable at the massive checks people on Wall Street cut themselves? No, (laughs) (laughs) these type of figures, I can't get my head around them. It's like the concept of the ever expanding universe. My brain's not capable of comprehending it.
1: Just finally, and uh, you'll be worn out, um, I'm sure, and uh, deserve a a decent old day off before Sunday night's furor. You've probably got other work in between now and then as well, um, Daniel, to be fair. But uh, there's a Bledisloe Cup team to be named tomorrow. There's a little matter of a Bledisloe Cup game in front of 80,000 at the MCG. Uh, What are you expecting in terms of team naming from the All Blacks?
0: I, I would have thought, Smithy... The, the All Blacks take immense pride in holding the Bledisloe Cup. And you know this. You've spoken to them over the years so, so often. And you've seen the pride when they've held on to that trade. It's a really important one to them. It's held of what, 20-odd years? It, it, yeah. Incredible record. So I, I would expect week one, it's a pretty darn good side. I don't think there's going to be much tinkering. I, don't, I, don't, I, I, would, I wouldn't expect too much tinkering. Get the job done. Retain the Bledisloe Cup. And what maybe a little bit more experimentation beyond that. Um, you know, Hurricane had on like a third halfback. Uh, Roy Guard's been in squad. He's untested. He's never been at in international footy. Um, he's got to get some game time. But I'm not sure how much of that sort of um, you know taking a look at people will uh, occur in the in the first of the Blunders Lays.
1: Okay, interesting. Uh, yeah, we'll wait with bated breath on that. I expect a, a pretty similar side and a, a very very positive. Um, and big margin out, uh, outcome from me. Hey, hey, Daniel, as always, uh, thanks so much for your input. Great call again last night. Um, and, uh, man, hey, that cricket season's not far away, and uh, oh, I've I had know. people texting in. I've had people, former colleagues, texting me in and saying, I'll be honest with you, uh, how do I get part of this? I said, well, speak to the captain, Daniel McCarty. He's the selector. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> that, 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 that's very kind of you. It's very kind of you. Yeah, well, um, you know, luckily, so, they don't have my. They don't have my number, which is fantastic. Well, uh, I so know. Thanks a, for the kind I, words. Thanks for the kind words, Smitty. That's all
1: right. That's all right, Richie. You carry on and have a decent break over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: thanks, thanks, thanks so much, buddy. I've, I've got Spain tonight, mate. I can't wait to watch them again up against Zambia. Oh, yeah. And and uh, a word to Dunedin: make it noisy on Sunday night. Make it intimidating. Yes. Get them behind them. I'm sure you will. This is this is our, our one shot, and uh, you know, good luck to everyone losing their fingernails watching or listening wherever you may be.
1: May the zoo be feral. That's what I say oh, about the yeah. Eden. May the Absolutely. May the zoo be feral in our favour. <laughs> Cheers, Daniel. Have a, have a terrific day, mate. Rest well.
0: See Fe- Smithy.